This podcast is sponsored by Project Dragonfly, a master's degree program offered by Miami University dedicated to ecological and social change. Project Dragonfly offers a part-time Master's of Arts in Biology degree focused on conservation or a Master's of Arts in Teaching for teachers. The program is designed for working professionals and can be completed from anywhere in the United States. Learn more at projectdragonfly.miamioh.edu. Hey everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus News. I've categorized them into wildlife and tech. Now you know these stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. So let's dig into it. I've got a few headlines here, I'm going to go through them kind of quickly. First one is out of natureworldnews.com in wildlife. World's most endangered species. Two young Javan rhinos seen in Indonesia National Park. Indonesia's Ministry of Environment and Forest announced that Indonesia has welcomed two young Javan rhinos. They both descend from one of the families of the world's most endangered species. A small rhino was seen trudging along another little one, nearly uh, three times its size. The horned herbivores were seen in the muddy terrain within the protected expanse of Ujung Kulong National Park on the western tip of Java Island, according to hidden camera footage provided by the ministry. The birds, according to Environment and Forestry Minister Siti Nurbaya Bakar, will ensure that rhino populations continue to increase. All right, next one is out of biologicaldiversity.org. Um, This is the uh, Center for Biological Diversity site. Court rules the EPA's registration of bee-killing insecticide is unlawful. In a major win for pollinators and other wildlife, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit ordered the Environmental Protection Agency to protect endangered species from the bee-killing insecticide sulfoxiflor. The court held that the agency's 2019 decision to allow new uses of sulfolaxiflor across more than 200 million acres of pollinator-attractive crops violates the Endangered Species Act. The ruling comes in response to a legal challenge to the expanded use of the insecticide by the Center for Food and Safety and the Center for Biological Diversity. In a strongly worded decision, the court stated, when an agency deliberately ignores the Congress's legislative command, it undermines the will of the people and ultimately our constitutional structure of government. The next one is my favorite, NewYorkTimes.com. There's so much on here, I'm just going to give you the little sub-headline. Um, The headline is nearly every country signs on to a sweeping deal to protect nature. But this is super important because it's coming out of COP15's Montreal meeting where roughly 190 countries approved a sweeping United Nations agreement to protect 30% of the planet's land and oceans by 2030 and to take a slew of other measures against biodiversity loss amounting under the radar crisis that, if left unchecked, jeopardizes the planet's food and water supply, as well as the existence of untold species around the world. We're going to have plenty more news about uh, COP15 in Montreal in the future, too. Okay, next favorite headline. Uh, This one's coming out of abcnews.com. Brazil's Lula picks Amazon Defender for Environment Minister. 
Brazil's president-elect Luiz Ignacio Lula da Silva announced that Amazon activist Marina Silva will be the country's next Minister of Environment. The announcement indicates the new administration will prioritize cracking down on illegal deforestation even if it means running afoul of powerful agribusiness interests. Both attended the recent UN climate conference in Egypt where Lula promised cheering crowds zero deforestation in the Amazon the world's largest rainforest and a key to fighting climate change by 2030. There will be no climate security if the Amazon isn't protected, he said. Lula also named Sonia Guhayara, an indigenous woman, as Brazil's first minister of indigenous people, and Carlos Favaro, a soybean producer, soybean producer as agricultural minister. Last category, second and last category, tech. Um, there's some wild stuff in here. Coming from sciencealert.com, a new technology could tap into a virtually limitless supply of fresh water. To meet growing demand of fresh water, recycling and restricting our water will only get us so far. Scientists will need to find new sources for this life-sustaining liquid to meet our needs. One currently untapped source is the water vapor above the oceans, which is almost limitless as far as supplies go. A new study outlines how harvesting structures could be used to convert this vapor into drinkable water. Measuring 210 meters, 689 feet in width by 100 meters, 328 feet tall, roughly the height of a large cruise ship, the proposed structure mimics the natural water cycle in the way that it transports, condenses, and collects water. Moist air would be tra transported from just above the ocean surface to a nearby shore where cooling systems could condense the water vapor into a liquid. All of this would then run on renewable wind or solar energy, the team says. Just one of these installations could potentially meet the average daily drinking water needs of around 500,000 people. The uh, illustrations on this are really phenomenal and I highly recommend you look at the website um, that's uh, references the scientific paper where this comes from. It's in uh, sciencealert.com. Next one is out of geneticliteracyproject.org. Biotech chestnut tree poised to restore lost ecosystems and biodiversity. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire kindle iconic imagery of the season. However, the American chestnut that once produced them is all but absent from the Appalachian forest that it once dominated. An invading fungus in the early 20th century virtually eliminated the American chestnut from its native range, spanning from Georgia to Maine. Over the last several decades, though, conservation-minded scientists developed a biotechnology-based solution that would return this tree to its critical ecosystem. Tested, validated, and poised for development, or deployment, I'm sorry, the fate of this effort balances in the uncertain hands of regulators. Over the last 20 years, efforts at the nexus of conservation and biotech have genetically engineered the American chestnut to resist the fungus. The goal is to repatriate, interesting word, the forests and restore them to pre-1900s composition, adding back a key species that supported significant biological diversity. Scientists developed the genetically engineered trees at the State University of New York College of Environmental Science and Forestry Experiment Station in Syracuse, New York. After years of study, they are poised to be released. This last one is out of cbsnews.com. It's not technically technology, but it's how we deal with technology. So that's why I have it in tech. 3M will phase out 
what are called quote-unquote forever chemicals in the next two years. 3M will phase out the manufacturing of so-called forever chemicals and try to get them out of all of its products within two years, the chemical and consumer products maker has said. The decision arrives after U.S. environmental regulators designed the chemicals used in non-stick frying pans, uh, water-repellent sports gear, stain-resistant rugs, cosmetics, and countless other consumer products since the 1940s as hazardous substances under the Superfund law. PFASs have been voluntarily phased out by the U.S. manufacturers but are still in limited use and remain in the environment because they do not degrade over time. 3M makes a broad range of consumer products, including post-it notes, Scotch-Brite cleaning supplies, adhesives, and personal protective equipment. The company said its decision was based on multiple factors, including, quote-unquote, accelerating regulatory trends focused on reducing or eliminating the presence of the chemicals in the environment. I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future.